Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey gang, welcome back to Out of Bounds. I'm Phil. As always, I'm joined by my main man, Kyle. Kyle, what's happening? Not much, buddy. You know, just got home from work a little bit ago, ready to ready to talk some football. You know, we got a nice nice slate of games in the XFL this week. So, you know, we're we're past the halfway point. It's been some some good football. We've got to really see these teams really come through, and we'll see what uh we'll see what's going on. Yeah, man, it's exciting, and I'm I'm pretty pumped up to have you back in the saddle. You know, we we had a failed experiment. Hardwood Heroes. It was a basketball show, and uh, I guess it lost steam because you know Panther stopped answering my my texts about when we were going to do it. So I'm glad I got Mister Reliable. I got Kyle back, and we're talking XFL. This is a great day. So let's just kick this thing off. I had a very average week, Kyle. I was two and two, but you know my beloved Seattle Sea Dragons. They covered in a revenge spot, and they got a much needed win to get to three and two. So that was my most exciting thing. The Danuch put on a clinic out there, hooked up with Josh Gordon quite a few times. That, that offense is rolling, and they blocked a couple punts. I mean, that that defense looks good. Is this the team to beat in the XFL? I mean, I, I still don't know if they're the team to beat. I mean, yeah, they've, they've looked certainly better over the last couple weeks. But, I mean, I know they just beat, beat Houston, but Houston's still a really good football team. Um, that game could have really ended up going either way. You know, a couple of those punts don't get blocked and things go a little bit, you know, more Houston's way. And that's a, a completely different game. So, and DC just keeps winning. You know, it's not pretty. It's not exciting. It's not crazy good football. You know what I mean? They don't, they're the only team left unbeaten and they don't look like they should be unbeaten, but they are. So, it's hard for me to put a three and two team over a four and one and a five and zero team, um, but I mean they're certainly a top three team in this league, maybe even the second yeah, best th- team. But you're right about the defenders, man. They're five and zero, uh, and what they do really well is they run the ball. They are averaging 174 rush yards a game. The next, you know, the next highest team, Kyle, is the Sea Dragons at 93.2. So I mean, it's nearly double. Uh, the next highest team. Um, they don't do much in the air, but I mean, I, I guess that's been the equation for all of time. Run the football, play defense, have a beer snake in the in the stands, and then you're undefeated. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a a pretty standard operating formula for any sort of football. You know what I mean? You you keep the ball on the ground, you keep the clock moving, play good defense, and you don't turn it over and you know, they're a pretty good team at not turning the ball over. So, you know, I mean, you know, they, they only have one, I believe it's one interception that they've thrown in the entire 
year so far. So they're not giving it away that way, which is, I mean, far and away the, the best in the league. So, I mean, they're not really throwing a ton of touchdowns, but when you can run the football, you don't need to. So, you know, they're playing a very good uh, clock-controlled game, and it's worked out for them so far. Yeah, the only thing that stinks about it, Kyle, is Jordan Tamu is is leading that team. Last week, he was 12 of 18 for 90 yards. The guy stinks. Uh, but Abram Smith, he's a monster. Uh, I don't know if you caught the highlight tape, but he had 23 carries, 218 yards, three touchdowns. He had a 70-yard tote. I mean, this is probably an NFL talent here. Um, and I guess that's what the league is is made for. Is is It's a developmental league for the NFL, and this is a guy – that will probably have an NFL paycheck next year. Yeah, he uh, currently, to me, is probably certainly in that top MVP, you know, statistic. Uh, it's really hard in any football league to steal that award away from a quarterback. But when you look at all of the other runners in this league, you know, it's – Man, it's 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 really tough. I mean, he's he's got almost double the the next closest guy in in rushing yards. Um, he's averaging five point one a carry. He's got four touchdowns on the on the year already. He's got you know it, it looks like eight rushes of of ten or more yards, three of twenty or more, and he's got a long of seventy. I mean, the guy. Yeah, is, and that was last week. Yeah, I mean the the guy. Has has shown that he can be explosive. The guy has shown that he can, you know, run between the tackles. He can get the tough yards, and he can break free. And you know, it's it's a little reminiscent of some of the you know the guys like Shady McCoy or Arian Foster, who are kind of those. I mean, Shady was a little bit more elusive, but you know, it was it's kind of like you know one of those one cutbacks that it's just like you know you make that first that first guy miss, and then it's like good luck secondary bringing this guy down. So, you know, I could definitely see this guy, you know, making some sort of NFL roster, you know, coming up and, you know, seeing where it is. I mean, there's other dudes on here, uh, you know, running the football who have spent time in the NFL. And I mean, he's by far and away the best talent running back wise. I mean, he gets the most usage, but he's, he's, he looks to be, by far the best running back talent in the in the league. So he would definitely be towards the top um, of my MVP vote at this at this point in time. And he's definitely a guy that I could see on the roster. Yeah, man. No, I hope you get that XFL MVP vote. Um, you know, I know we had been advocating for that to the the XFL head brass. So maybe the rock will will answer your handwritten letter. Who knows? But we've got four. Exciting games, Kyle. We've got one tomorrow afternoon, Saturday, 1 o'clock. Then there's a Saturday night game at 7 p.m., so we get the old double dip tomorrow. Sunday, just one game. And then the first ever, sir, Monday night, Monday dusk, XFL football game. It's at 6 o'clock. It's kind of kind of a weird time. Um, but let's start off with the Seattle Sea Dragons. They are nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, the the total on this one is 42 and a half. You can have the Sea Dragons on the money line around minus 425. So that's nuts. Um, you can have the Guardians plus 325 if you so choose. This is a Guardians team that has not won a single game. Uh, 
their head coach, Terrell Buckley, looks in way over his head. I don't think anybody's listening to this guy on the sidelines. He looks lost, um, you know, and then he's going up against this Sea Dragons offense led by June Jones and his clipboard and uh, the Danuch and Josh Gordon and Jim Hazlitt's defense. What do you, how are you playing this game? It's in Orlando, uh, so we're we're away from from dreary Seattle here. What are you doing? I mean, this one's tough because my mind and my heart say two different things. Uh, you know, my heart says play the Guardians getting the points here. Play the Guardians getting the points here because you know the Sea Dragons are coming off a big win. And the Guardians are looking Huge for win. any life. Yeah, I mean, the Guardians are looking for any life to 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 stay some sort of. I mean, I don't know if you're if you're even looking to be relevant at this point, you know, in any sort of postseason objective. But I mean, a little bit of pride, you know what I mean? Show a little bit of pride. You're going out there against a team that you feel that you can beat. Danucci's been fantastic, but he does he does throw some interceptions. So there's the, you know, the yeah, obvious threw three of them last week. Yeah. I mean, there's the obvious ability to turn the ball over. And in this league, it's very easy to do that, you know, to, to score and, and to keep up with teams. But realistically, that's when my mind comes in and says, we've seen Seattle be really good. We have not seen Orlando be even average. And I don't think that you can play this game even with the with the large point spread for Orlando. I think that the right side here is to still give up those points in Seattle and 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 go forward. So I'm on a unit giving up the points with Seattle. I am with you, <clears throat> with you. Uh, it's probably a homer pick for me. I really like Seattle. I really like the offense. I think uh, that this is, probably the equation to be a very, very good team in this league, spread them out, throw the ball a ton, mix in the run. You're seeing some, some uh, RPOs with the nooch. He had a running touchdown last week. He had one the week prior. So they, they, they do let him loose uh, every once in a while. And he's got two great weapons out there. Um, so, you know, the, the guardians, man, they are completely lost. Paxton Lynch looks terrible. Like, this has to be his last job throwing a football, unless it's, like, at high school practice where he's an assistant coach because he's terrible. And I, I think I think the Guardians uh, have, have gotten the message on that one. It looks like Quentin Dormady, uh, the, the old signal caller out of Tennessee, uh, and then, you know, formerly Central Michigan, will be getting the, the call this week. He's got pretty decent stats this year, Kyle. He's 34-43. Uh, you know, which is 79%, 400 yards, three touchdowns, two picks. So I think this guy is a better replacement at quarterback than Paxton Lynch, like a better option, but they're going to be playing from behind. So if the guardians do cover, it's going to be a backdoor cover. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to bet on that. So give me the sea dragons minus the nine and a half. And uh, I'm looking for offense here. I, I think this 42 and a half is probably a very fair number, but I would lean over, my only play will be the Sea Dragons, though, minus the nine and a half. Yeah, I I, th I think you're right. Um, I'm going to lean over there, but I'm going to stay off of it. Um, realistically, because I have a very good feeling that the Sea Dragons are going to put up points in this game. Um, 
I mean, I think that they could easily be in the mid-30s, possibly even hit that 42 themselves. The issue here is that, I mean, anytime Orlando, I know last week they actually put up some some pretty decent points, but that was against the second worst team in the league. You know what I mean? That was two teams that were really bad playing each other. And anytime Orlando's played a good team, they've kind of gotten their ass whooped. They've kind of gotten blown out. So, you know, I feel like the over is probably the right move here, but, you know, I, this could be, you know, a very, very low points that you're getting from Orlando. So I think the smart play is to just take the points with Seattle. Yeah. They, they may, they may not help out too much with this total. So just a lean from both of us, but we're both on the Sea Dragons minus nine and a half. Um, so let's move on. Later in the night here, we've got the St. Louis Battlehawks led by A.J. McCarron. They are three-point favorites on the road, heading to Vegas. The total on this one is 45, which is the highest total on the board. You can have the Battlehawks on the money line, minus 155. You can take the Vipers, plus 135. Which way are you looking here? Uh, you know what? I, I've I've kind of gone back and forth on this game a little bit because Vegas actually looked competent offensively. But I think... What I like the most here, I think I really like the value of the minus 155 for the Battlehawks um, just to win outright. I think they're going to be looking to come back after a tough loss last week um, to the undefeated D.C. defenders. I mean, they only lost by eight. They looked good. They still put up pretty good points. I mean, 20 points is nothing to scoff at. So, you know, they did put up pretty decent points. And I think, I mean, they're going against a much worse team in Vegas. And I think it's a perfect game to get right, to get your offense back to where, you know, you're, you're winning football games again. And, you know, it's just a, it's kind of a different echelon of team. I mean, you're going from, you know, one of the best, if not the best team in this league to the worst team or second worst team in this league. So, you know, I think that this is a perfect game for, for St. Louis. I think it's perfect timing right after this game because you know you go out here and you win this game you don't have to worry about kind of slipping a little bit because this is a team that is um three and two and they're i mean they're they're pretty much in the mix as well i mean they're in the same division as dc but you know that seattle part of that division as well is tough and you really i don't believe in arlington whatsoever and you know, as a Brahmas fan, I think that the Brahmas can turn it around. I mean, they need to do something soon. We're, but yeah, I think that we're, you We're on the Battlehawks Vipers here. Yes. But what I'm saying is that overall, I think that this is a very important win for St. Louis because you're three gotcha. and two right now. And you don't want to let the Brahmas catch up to you. I think Arlington starts to fall off, so you don't have to worry about that three and two. But you've got Seattle right there at three and two with you. And they look like one of the hottest teams in football, right? In this league, right? Now, right? And I don't think you have to. I mean, if you lose this to to the Vipers this week, then you're three and three, and they're two and four. And Seattle most likely wins this week, so now you're third in division by only a game. I think that this is a very important game. I think they need it, and I I really just like. Um, I'm gonna throw the you know the the dollar fifty five here to win the unit, and uh, that's that's where I'm I'm feeling comfortable. 
throw that dollar fifty-five, baby. Just throw it around. Um, I'm with you. I, I'm you, you read my mind. I'm I'm taking the Battle Hawks here minus the one fifty-five. Uh, Luis Perez looked pretty good last week, like you said for the Vipers. Two hundred sixty-nine yards, three touchdowns. They ran the ball okay, um, but I, I just don't think it's going to be enough. AJ McCarron is, you know, a, a decent quarterback. He's a smart dude. Um, you know, he knows how to get it done. And this this uh, Vipers defense, buddy, they 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 couldn't stop you or me toting the rock. They've given up seven hundred and fourteen yards on the ground uh, this season, and that's a ton. I mean, that that is an absolute ton. So if the Battlehawks have any brains whatsoever, they will put the ball on the ground, not fumble it, but run the ball. Um, let Brian Hill get get going, you know, fire him up, and then AJ McCarron to uh, to seal the deal. So. I think this is the Battle Hawks. This is definitely, definitely a good spot for them, uh, especially they've got Houston on deck. Then they get Vegas again. Seattle, that's that's a tough game. And then Orlando. So they need to stack some wins here, and I think four out of the next five are very, very winnable. That Seattle game might be a toss-up. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But you're right. The, the St. Louis needs this game uh, for the playoffs. So I'm with you. Give me the the 155 on the money line, risk to win, one unit next up sir it's a replay of the brahmas and the renegades we talked about this weird scheduling quirk last week um the brahmas though this time the roles have reversed they are the dog they are a three-point dog uh they are plus 135 on the money line you can have the renegades the bob stoops led renegades at minus 155 the total on this thing is 33 last week we saw an absolute rock fight between these two is the Renegades won 12 to 10, just a, a battle of incompetence. We saw both quarterbacks for the Brahmas, Reed Stinnett and Jack Cohn. Neither of them were really any good. And I'm starting to lose some faith in Jack Cohn. So what are you doing? Please talk me into the Brahmas. I want to run it back. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, I mean, this game to me came down to one very important thing, which was turnovers. Um, you know, Cone did not look great whatsoever um, through two interceptions. Reed Sinek comes in, you know, played better than Cone, threw a touchdown, also had an interception though. But, I mean, that's three interceptions. And it's going to be very hard to win in any league when you, you know, lose the turnover battle and um you know Arlington only had one so you know you 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 lost the turnover three to one and you lost by two points you know what I mean that's a, a field goal and you win that football game so you know looking at whatever at, at everything that happened I think the Brahmas come out in this game I think they've run the ball a little bit better they only ran for 54 yards last week uh you know, on 14 attempts, I think that they run the ball a little bit better this, this, this upcoming week. Um, you know, but they, they, they had, 
you know, they had their chances and they just blew it. I don't think the same thing happens this 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 upcoming week. And the Renegades did not have a good game. I mean, Kyle Slaughter was 14 to 26 for 148 yards, no touchdowns, one interception. Uh, they got their 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 one touchdown on the day on a uh, a rushing touchdown by Davion Smith. He had 19 carries for 44 yards. That's a 2.3 yard per carry average. The backup 11 for 37 at 3.4. Yeah, you could just you could take the handoff and fall down, and that would probably be just fall forward, and that's your average. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, it, it's 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 kind of like a little bit crazy. Um, and so you know, when I look at this, and and you look at how the game kind of played out, is there wasn't a lot of offense from Arlington. It's just that they played good defense, and you know, the Brahmas Achilles heel all year. I said it last week as well. The Achilles heel all all year has been them hurting themselves, and it happened again. Getting a team back to back like this, I think, helps with that. I think you can go watch some film, and and you know, you have a guy, you know, I I know Stoops is a is a you know, kind of a pretty renowned coach a little bit, but you know, Heinz Ward dissected film with very good coaching staff and a very good quarterback for a long time. He knows what he's doing dissecting film, and I think playing the back to back is going to help. So I'm going to be on the Brahma's money line here. This is probably my homer pick of the week, but I think that the Brahmas can get this done here. I think the smart money is on the Brahmas here, and uh, I think they even this this little series up. Yeah, I mean, you're smart, and you've got money, so maybe the smart money is on the Brahmas. I'm going to take the three. Um, I'm going to take the three at the minus 110. You know, this was just just putrid offense last week. I don't trust Bob Stoops. I, I, you know, for whatever reason, if it's not the Oklahoma red and white, he's useless. He's, he's just not, not good. He's like out of his element. And, and this um, Arlington offense doesn't resemble anything like it did at Oklahoma. Um, you know, just, it, it just, it is what it is. You know, maybe the, maybe that Oklahoma team could have beaten this Arlington team. Who knows? But I, I do like, San Antonio here. I think we're going to get back to Jack Cohn. That's what the the rumblings are. This is a good defensive stop unit here, Kyle. They've given up 18 in a loss, 12 in a win, 22 in a loss, 15 in a loss, 12 in a loss. So they get stops. You know, it's just, it's up to this offense to figure it out. And you've got a guy, he played big time, big program football, Jack Cohn at Notre Dame. We saw him and he was decent. And you've got an NFL running back, Keelan Balazs. You've got Alizé Mack out there, who was also a decent Golden Domer. This team can get stops, but they have got to figure out the offense. I think they do. I, I, I'm not saying they blow them out. I just I think we're going to see a little bit better of a product this week than we did last week. Give me the Brahmas plus the three. So let's uh, let's take a second here to have a word from our sponsors. And we're back. This is us. We've got one more game. It's the Monday Night Madness between the Houston Roughnecks, Wade Phillips, against the D.C. Defenders. This is a home game for the Defenders, so we're going to see the Beer Snake. We're going to have the Lemon Party uh, where they they throw their own fruits. Um, whoever thought that was a good idea, I, I'm not sure. But uh, the Roughnecks are plus two and a half on the road here. Uh, the total is set at 42 and a half. 
you can have the Roughnecks on the money line plus 125. The defenders are minus 145. What are you doing here? And um, I, I just I don't have a take. I'm gonna need your help. Yeah, I think this is. Uh, I mean, this is probably the best game that we've been, you know, waiting for so far. You know, we've we've kind of seen how the leagues kind of. Uh, you know, figured its way out a little bit. They've kind of moved, you know, that the teams have kind of moved into their, you know, perspective places in the, in the league. And I think what we're seeing here is, is the two top teams really in the league, certainly so far, you know, maybe Seattle kind of finds its way in there too, but certainly two of the top three teams. And, you know, I was really hoping that Seattle was going to lose last week. So this would be a somebody's O has got to go game. But, but unfortunately, that's not the case. Um, So when I I look at this, I'm going to have to use my hater pick this in this game Uh, because as much as I have been impressed by the DC defenders, I hate them. I don't like. Their logo. I don't like anything about the team. I I, I think the, the the beer snake's obnoxious. It's cool if it's like for your team, but if it's somebody else, it's obnoxious. Um, and I think realistically, watching the games as as I have and 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 going over this league, I think minus last week, the Roughnecks have been the most impressive team in football, and DC has not played a team like Houston yet. And I think it's kind of going to be a culture shock. So I, the play that I'm going to be making for this game is going to be Houston on the money line. Ooh, um, baby. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you look at these two teams, listen, passing wise, we know DC likes to run the ball, but Houston has, I mean, just buries them in the passing game. Um, you know, when you look at yards per attempt, it's it's actually pretty close. Um, DC actually gets to not at six point four yards per attempt rather than you know Houston six point three. The difference is is that Houston can hit some pretty big plays. Houston can kind of you know negate that long drag out running the football type type offense. Um, so I mean nobody's on on DC's level of of running the football just simply because you know they do it so much so much more often but you know I think that we're going to see the DC defenders take their first loss and um Houston kind of gets back up in that number 1 spot in the league and I that's that's what I believe happens in this game so I'm going to be on the uh Houston money line here fine I'll join you Kyle um, I'm going to take the plus 125 as well. And if it wins, I will go ahead and wear a Brandon Silvers jersey on the air next week. This Roughnecks team, man, they're they're pretty good. Like you said, uh, they've got the number one overall defense, you know, for, for yards per game. Uh, they've got the best passing yards uh, per game defensively. They give up the least amount of points per game. They've got the very best offense. So they, they obviously have the highest uh, point differential. Um, this is a team that can kind of kind of sling the rock. They're second in the XFL in passing yards. They're second in the XFL in yards per game overall. This is a well-built team, and as much as it hurts to say as a, a couple of Philadelphia locals here, Wade Phillips is doing a good job coaching this squad. Um, 
so I, I think Houston's the way to go. I, I don't care that it's on the road. Uh, you know, nobody's going to these games anyway, honestly. I mean, the ratings are down. Uh, the attendance is down. So, uh, you know, that one end zone where the, the beer snake lives is a, a little raucous, but I don't think it's, it's enough to get me on the defender side here. So I'm going to take the roughnecks. I'm going to take this plus money. And uh, I think we've got, I think we've got a good card together here, buddy. We, we agree on a lot. So we're either four and oh, or own four. Yeah, I think we're in a good spot. And, and, you know, you, you kind of touched on, I just want to expand a little bit on the, the Wade Phillips take. Um, I mean, what a great coach. Um, what a great job he's done with this Houston team. And I think he might be the perfect coach in this scenario because if he's smart, which I, I, I believe that we can all agree on, he's going to make Jordan Te'amu – their defense is certainly good enough as well, which is a big part of it, but they're going to make Jordan Te'amu throw the football to beat them. I think you're going to see a lot of stack boxes. You're going to see those those Wade Phillips, you know, defensive blitzes that that come, and they're going to try and make a running quarterback be a passing quarterback, and they're going to contain and they're going to make him. I mean, you know, you look at the at the rushing stats, and you know, Abram Smith, as we talked about before, is, is number one in the league, and he's and he's been fantastic. He's looked fantastic. Um, fourth in the league is is Jordan Tayano. Mm-hmm. And then seventh in the in the league is Ryquel Armstead, the backup running back for DC. I mean, you have three guys from your team in the top seven. That's before Houston has one guy in that top, you know, scenario. So this team is built to run the football. I think that with as good as defense that Houston has. With a combination of Wade Phillips, I think what you're going to see is you're going to see kind of the um, the blueprint a little bit to make this team work a little bit harder and to get this team moving a little bit more. So I, I think that this is a perfect game, um, and I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna up my my bet here. I'm I'm gonna go two units on the money line for right, going for, for them. Going for yes. the big win. I am, you know, and I, you know, the more that I, I, I kind of delve into this, the more and more I like it. And you backing me up here made me feel even more confident about it. Um, just because I, I, I just think that, that Wade Phillips is, is too good here. I think what he is going to bring, we hate collectively and anybody who knows us, who follows us on USFL and this league, we hate Jordan Tayano. And guy's a scumbag. He, yeah, and he's proven that he can't throw the football. He couldn't throw the football in the USFL either. So I think what we're going to see here is Phillips is going to stack the box. Yep. You know what? Here's, here's, you know, eight in the box, nine in the box. I would run zero blitzes with a, you know, with, with a QB spy all game. All game. That, that's what I would run. I would man up on the outside and say, if Teyamu beats us through the air, then we weren't ready to win this game. Simple. And I yeah, think that so, that's what so Phillips is going to do. And and I think this is a great – it's going to be a great uh, Monday night football game for this league because, as you said, some of the ratings and stuff are starting to drop a little bit. And we didn't see that with the USFL. So 
I think it hurts them a little bit with the draft coming up because, you know, and, and NBA playoffs and, and things like that, you know, world baseball classic was on. There was a lot of eyes on that. I mean, their, their season and their schedule isn't as good as the USFLs. So, you know, they're in a little bit more of a tougher spot. You know, there's still a lot of eyes on the NFL. There's the draft is coming up. I mean, there's still a lot of stuff going on. So, you know, they're in a little bit of a, of a tougher spot, but I mean, I, I I love this game. I'm excited. I think that this most likely will be the most televised game um, of the season thus far. Yeah. I mean, if, if this game doesn't get ratings, uh, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be hard to, to sell it, but it's tough, man. I mean, you're going up against March Madness. You're in between the draft. Um, I think the USFL has the better the better time slot because, you know, it's after the draft during baseball season. You, you, you're fiending for football at that point. You know, you're you're itching for it. Um, so, you know, as many things as the XFL has done right, they've they've got to get creative in these these time slots. You know, you got to schedule away from things i mean it's it's no secret that the ncaa tournament is in march all right well run the games outside of prime time in a different time slot maybe when you're not going up against you know a a couple of studs in the the college basketball world i just like i said they've done a ton of things right it's a great product on the field i really enjoy watching it but um you know not enough eyes are getting on it you got to get creative yeah i agree so anyway that that wraps it up man i I think we're gonna have a good gambling result um very very excited for for the games this weekend especially seattle i love not having to wait to to bask in the glory of a win so uh let's get that thing done and uh kyle send us home yeah that's it everybody make sure you hop in the book club we you know we got our racing picks still going on um you know baseball season's right around the corner you know archer's gonna be killing that and uh you know we're having a good time in there so make sure you get in there um and you know other than that we'll see you next week and and let's have a good week in the xfl this week so adios muchachos information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations under no circumstances will the owners operators or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.